there. Back for another Coffee Shop Conversation, not at Artichoke Music. It's looking like we'll be back in the cafe for real in a couple of weeks. The cafe won't be open to the public, but I'll be able to sit in the same room and talk with people. Today, continuing what we have been doing, checking in with folks to see how they're doing and how they've been doing it, Lloyd-Jones is on Skype with me. He's got a new album coming out at the end of the summer. There's a long story there, and nobody tells a story like Lloyd-Jones. <laughs> He's been streaming a lot online. He misses us, and we miss him in person. So let's catch up with Lloyd-Jones. Hello, Lloyd. Hey, Mr. Music, how you doing? How you doing so far? I've been better. I've been better. I've had, I've had we're better. We're on vacation. No, we're not. Oh, retired? We're retired. No, we're not. We're just, oh, what are we in, doing? We're sitting here in limbo like uh, Jimmy Cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I told you there was a good side to it. <laughs> Hey, you know, I saw The Heart of They Come uh, not long ago, and they didn't have the one with the subtitles. When The Heart of They Come was a midnight movie, it had subtitles because you couldn't understand the damn thing anybody was saying because was, they were speaking very, very uh, thick Jamaican accents, and they, had, they showed it with, without, the, without the subtitles. And I said, like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> So we are we are sitting here in limbo, but uh, how you doing? What you doing? How you getting through it? Tell me. Well, just learning to shift gears, you know, and uh, it just turned upside down. It said, you will do this. Now, I've lost a gig here or there in my life, but they have the calendar wiped off and shut closed. And not only are all your gigs gone now, and we thought it was like two weeks or something. No, yeah. there's no gigs. You know, when we lost the Blues Festival, you knew it was serious. Yeah. And now all the festivals, and I've got a brand new recording I'm so excited about. We finished up in, in uh, Nashville with some of Delbo's people, and it was just one of those special times that captured a bunch of new songs in, with great players, and I'm all excited about it, so what? So, <laughs> but everybody's in the same boat, you know, so, you know, you're looking around at your neighbor like, what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? And we're inventing ways to exist. When you play music, you want to play music. It's yeah. not like, oh, yeah. I have to play music. It's like I start itching and stuff, you know, and you want to yeah. play part of it's playing with other people and so on. And the uh -huh. inventive ways of doing that have been fun and learning experience. And all of us now, I think, are going to look at this whole cyber world differently and it's going to be a permanent part of our lives how i couldn't tell you because we're still figuring it out but already i started doing things out of my basement a friend of mine immediately uh steve Karen went on playing piano every day at four o'clock just to mm -hmm. make feel, people feel better and he said it's really easy you just go facebook push live and play it <laughs> yeah. so i did yeah. Yeah. and i've been having an enormously good time because i had a regular blue monday that i would play and so i just made it earlier in the day and uh on facebook and they made it kind of short and sweet like that because that, well, uh, that was your money your money your money gig yeah and i still do that now on mondays at 4 30 i'll do my uh -huh. uh, little presentation here where i'll do a half a dozen tunes tell a story and and it's fun and it's done enormously well and i really enjoy doing it so i uh -huh. think that's going to stay even when if and when a version of reality comes back <laughs> Uh, this is this reaches people that are different than the people that came in the club. It's them plus another audience I wouldn't reach. And learning that, then some other friends said, well, we got a, a place we're going to uh, 
put up a camera and Channel 12 shot a couple of cameras in a person's house <laughs> uh-huh. and did uh-huh. that. And then from there, other people are really expert with with a laptop and, and getting around on the Internet and communicating while we're playing mm-hmm. with people so they can ask questions and talk and, and get involved like that. So it's different acoustically than a nightclub, and it's different not having the people, humans there with you that are friends of yours dancing. And, you know, but they're interacting in a different way. Yeah. You're playing in a different way. And it's just opened another door, and that's right now. It's still pretty fascinating, and mm-hmm. I think when we start getting live gigs back and the concert seasons in the summer, which probably won't be this year, uh, when we get through all that, we'll become different creatures all together, and we'll hmm. we'll be some of the old and some of the new. Wow! Is is, is so the tough the toughest part not not having uh, the audience response? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's playing with people, other players, and the, the immediacy of the moment. You're reacting to them. You don't have that. You're on yeah. your own. Yeah. Uh, so you just, it, that's why it's not going to replace it. It's not one or the other. It's not either or. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to go away. Now we're getting more familiar with using these cameras and taking them places. I've now learned, I did a few of them out in my backyard when the weather was nice, and now I found, you know, again, online, I found a cool little microphone that you can clip somewhere near you and keep the camera far away and the microphone uh-huh. close up. Uh-huh. And then I found a little stand to put the phone on with the camera, then I a battery-operated amp, and uh, little by little, I can move around and carry it all in my hand and go to different places. And I thought, you know, this is going to be a fun little creative world in itself. Yeah, 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 but I know, but it's just, uh, I mean, it's, it won't be slick, you know, um, and, it, well, and I it can't won't, wait it, it, to bring the band back. Yes, yeah, and and, and it's, it certainly is not like standing up in front of 10,000 people at the Blues Festival. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's yeah, no, nothing replaces nothing, that. Nothing, nothing, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, the, um, and and I like the intimacy of a smaller room too, where you you're seeing the people and and you know some of the people. And in the old mm-hmm. days, man, we did, there was no stage and the dancing right in the middle of everything. I mean, to me, that's living. You know, uh-huh. uh, that's uh-huh. part of it that that I I didn't realize I missed years ago. I went on a long vacation for about a month out, just way out there, and. Finally, after the end, about the end of the third week, I was really getting creepy and itchy, what I, and I realized what it was I was missing. I'd practice every day and everything. I go, but it's not the same. You, re, I like playing with other people, it's playing off of other people. Mm-hmm. It's like playing basketball or something where you you're throwing it off the other people, bouncing it back off the other people, and setting up plays and reacting to things they did, and that takes you on a journey that you need those other people to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun, <laughs> and the audience is the same part of it. It's another element, just yeah. like that. So, yeah. yeah, so that's what what we miss, you know. But uh, the, I'm right now busy trying to figure out these this new world a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's weird. It's just weird. It's, it's really weird for comedians because <laughs> you, 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 you know you got nothing. To, you don't know if the joke, you know, lived or died. You know. Oh man, dead air is the scariest thing of yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Of course, I'm I'm kind of used to that with being on the radio, but you know, um, it's a different thing. Weird. Yeah, yeah. You got there's Weird. there's people that are really good at playing that. You know, but that's an art in itself. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, uh, so tell me about this new record. 
Oh, I'm so delighted. And it was a sequence of events that I didn't see coming. I just stumbled around. I didn't know in the process of just building tunes, you know, um, mm -hmm. and they're fragmented here and there in thoughts. And I write them down and then I put other pieces back together and pretty soon I go, I, I, this is finished. So, well, uh, uh, I got a call to, uh, I called Delbert Clinton because he'd had a heart attack and, uh, and been through, he was bedridden and, and people said, man, you got to call Delbert, you know, he'd like to hear from him. So I called him and he says, oh man, you, you, know, you and Kathy ought to come on a cruise, just as guests, you don't have to play, just come on a cruise. So I did. <laughs> and Anson Funderburg is the one who told me to call Delbert, so I went to thank him. And he says, hey, Charles, come on and play. And I start playing and we're, that, that thing I was talking about, we're playing off each other and I didn't know any of the other cats in the band. Mm -hmm. and we're having a ball and, uh, and the keyboard player says, now you ought to come out to my place and record. And I said, I don't have no, you should come out anyway. And I didn't pay much attention until I got Delbert's new record, mm -hmm. John Hyatt's new record, uh, Big Joe's new record, and they were all produced by that keyboard player, Kevin Kendry. Wow. And I, before I put all that together, I'm just listening to him going, whoever produced these really gets the artist because they're not overproduced. You get the character of that artist comes through. And even if there were two or three keyboard parts, you'd only heard John Hyatt's guitar. And it mm -hmm. wasn't until about three or four listenings and went, there's piano back there. <laughs> and I never noticed other than it's setting a mood, but yeah. it's not getting in your face and it's not about the piano other than it's making you feel relaxed in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So I went, man, I've never had a producer and, and you know, I, I'm going to give this guy a call. I mean, you never yeah, had a producer. Okay. No, I've always, really? <laughs> always been stuck in that seat, and I'm really not qualified. Wow. Really. Huh. One, t one time we did a live recording at Ocean Way Studios, a, a real special uh, occurrence that will never happen again. And mm -hmm. we're very lucky, but it was live to two-track with 11-piece band, and the wow. producer said, sounded great, do another one. <laughs> That's all he ever said. <laughs> so he didn't, I don't know if you call that producing, but he made it happen. He produced it to happen, so yeah. And I've always liked that record, but... Uh, it helps to have an outside vision going on, and and, uh -huh. and Kevin is is so gifted and brilliant at this that uh, I went out there and said, you know, I called him. I said, you know, I got some songs. Let me come out there, and you can just say you're not and send me home, or just see if any momentum. So I go out there. These guys are all business. They uh, said two things about Nashville: we don't rehearse and we don't play the song a second time. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want you to go work it all out and say it goes like this. And, and no. Bring a tune, then call Nashville numbers like shorthand, and they just run the progression down. And and once they got the progression written in form down like that, done. So what they're doing is building a song out of whatever you say or do. They put it in the Nashville numbers and play it. So what they did is listen to what I'm playing and go, okay, let's record it, write it down. What's the next one? And he just, just me and, and the piano, mm -hmm. he kept calling out each tune. What's the next one? And this key, okay. Now, add two bars right here, and that lick you paid, play at the beginning, play it twice after the bridge, and never play that again. Okay, <laughs> let's record it. What's the next one? What? Well, we did this till dinner time, and I get, he gets a call and says, you know, Gary Nicholson called. You want to go over to his house? Now, I know him as a producer, really well-known in, in Nashville. He makes a living just being a producer. Mm -hmm. And uh, he probably co-wrote half of Delbert's book and they wow. used to play with Delbert. And, uh, and I saw, so I hear Gary Nicholson. I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we go over there. Gary says, well, you got anything unfinished from work on? I want a couple of things I'll throw at you. And we start playing. And he opens a laptop and starts typing away. 
And he says, do you like any of that? And I went, what are you doing? And he said, what I was singing, did you hear any of that? Well, I said, here's what it's about. <laughs> okay, we'll do it again. He yeah. says, okay, after the second verse, just hang on to one. Hang on, just stay there, stay there, stay there. Okay, did you like any of that? <laughs> well, yeah, but we haven't finished the song. There's a bunch more. So we get done, and he throws out, add a couple of bars here, and, and, and use this one chord right at the end of the third verse, but it's not in the first two verses, just in that one. And uh, <laughs> we'd play around like this for, I don't know, until two in the morning or something, like 10-year-old kids just having a ball. <laughs> so I'm up all night thinking I need two more verses over here, and I stayed up all night trying to get these next two verses. And Kevin comes to me in the morning and says, you know what, did you get that? And I said, well, yeah, I think I got, I was up all night, but I think I got uh, two new verses and I think I got it finished. He said, mm-hmm. no. I was afraid you weren't getting it. Did you get it? Well, what do you mean? He was sending it to your phone. What? He was typing out form to everything and all the lyrics that he was throwing out. (laughs) And he sent form and the lyrics, everything written out and written by Kevin McKendry, Gary Nicholson, and Lloyd Jones at the top. (laughs) And it's all written out. I looked at all that over, up, and down on the big screen in the studio I look at it and mm-hmm. well it's all there and I like his little bridge and I like his little breakdown thing there that I wouldn't have thought of that and I like it because I because I wouldn't have thought of that and he goes I was up all night thinking you were getting it <laughs> I said, well I didn't know he was sent it to my phone but Jeez. what they're doing is putting anything to form yeah. and then it's done and you play it and you don't overthink it you don't overchew it you put it in the form play it and then what's the next one and, and they get business done. And they came in with a horn section that was a thrill. I mean, just goosebumps good. And the keyboard player, Ben Holstrom, had written half of it and passed away. Wow. So now this is, we did the rhythm section all at once. And then I came back later and we were going to put the horns on. And mm-hmm. I hear, I hear this. Second verse in his ballad, I go, and wow. then, and I literally, I literally turned around looking for Glenn, because huh. huh. I can hear him standing in the room, you know. Yeah. And I went, oh man, wow. this is the first wow. time his thoughts have come out on Earth into the air. Yeah. And uh, the personality and everything, I'm just going, wow. Jeez. So for me now, this the thing is, I, I part of this story is that I went on Kickstarter because when I got back and I had no money, yeah. this woman I'm playing a gig with, she says, "Here's my new CD. I did it all on Kickstarter," and I just shoot myself. I couldn't do that. I'll show you, and she huh. just helped me, showed me mm-hmm. step by step how to do it, and I got the money to go down. Here's how we got started laying these tracks, mm-hmm. and I ran out of money and. Uh, one of the people that had contributed on Kickstarter uh, called. And he knew Kevin. That's why he contributed. And mm-hmm. he called and said, how's it going? Kevin's in his great songs. It's really good. And uh, like I said, well, tell Lloyd to finish up. Wow. Whew. Wow. So we get this whole thing done. And uh, listening back, and I, <laughs> I get here. Uh, Kevin in the back is swearing. He's going, ah, gee, ah, and I, I walk by. I say, "You all right? Is everything all right? All right?" He's, Joel said, "Listen to this." He starts playing this ballad. And I, 
I immediately says, hey, no, no, I can fix that. He says, don't you dare. <laughs> and when we played back, one of the things that uh, that I learned kind of by second hand was uh, I didn't want to screw up so much, though, that I really held back, especially on the balance. Mm-hmm. And I played very sparse, very sparse. And I didn't <laughs> sing like screaming and squalling. And I just mm-hmm. was very patient and like that. And I'll go back and fix these later. <laughs> and he says, no, don't you dare. You li- Just shut up and listen. And those giant gaping holes between the notes and between the thoughts mm-hmm. are brilliant. Yeah. And I never would have thought of that. I would have tried to fill those holes or open yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So having a producer is a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> and it really was. And, you know, so this whole thing has really been stumbling, learning, stumbling and learning. And I couldn't be happier because of the people I've met, the way they interact with people is so mm-hmm. uh, delightful. I never felt mm-hmm. stressed ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, oh. I'm, you know, I'm really, really invested in this thing. It's What's the name of it? Working. Forking in my own song, and it's called Tennessee Run because uh, when Tennessee, I'm Tennessee, Tennessee Run, Tennessee Run, Run it's all yeah. Tennessee people mm-hmm. done in Tennessee, so I call it mm-hmm. Tennessee Run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to call it Loves Everything because there's a song on there, but there's you got to see the covers. It's beat up old trailer uh, <laughs> guitar case. Lean it up. It's got a uh, scratched up little bumper sticker says Loves Everything. It says what? Says love is everything. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Wow. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's it feels worn already when you listen to it. It feels mm-hmm. it's it's. Uh, I don't know how to put it, but that's the vibe that I felt. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys, you know, have done this for so long that they'll just kind of smile and go mm-hmm, and play. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, hey, this one starts out pretty quick. You know, I'll start it out. We'll just lean on it and yeah. just come right in. And they'll go, mm-hmm. And I'll start out. And then the rhythm section comes in. Ka-doom, boom, bang. Ka-doom, ka-bang, doom. Or that. But when you listen back, you know, the beef on the bone is so big, you know. You know, that's the way to go. That's really the way to go. And uh, it was a learning experience in a cool way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So cool. what are the songs about? Well, there it covers <laughs> it's all over the map because some are really serious and mm-hmm. some I didn't see it coming. Some are funny. I, I can't find my phone, which I think is will probably be the first thing we'll release is where's my phone. <laughs> and I thought all the funny places I looking for it, can't find it. And, uh, it's a happy ending. I find the phone at the end and it's a happy ending. I won't tell you what it is. But it's worth the journey. And uh, at the end, I got to 12 songs and he says, I need two more songs. He said, I'm mixing this one session from 10 to noon. Noon to two, I got another session. I'm in mixing that. 2.30, I need two more songs from you and I'll meet you in the back courtyard. <laughs> I had till 2.30 to have two more songs. Wow. I've never written like that. I had a little envelope of scraps of paper with stuff on it, you know, mm-hmm. and then thoughts that were in the back of my head. And I never worked so hard in all my days, but I got them out, and uh, they turned out to be really strong tunes on the recording, which surprised me because I was aiming at other stuff. So another one of those kind of surprises, but there's a lot of material, good storytelling, uh, 
never thought my angel would show up on the highway riding right? Chevrolet. <laughs> there she was. There she was, wind blowing, having the top down stop just to save my day. And it's and, you know it's a story. Uh, yeah. Just about your life changing over one little one little stop like that. But uh, huh. Chevrolet, that's the Chevrolet Angel, is a just a great story. I like storytelling. Yeah. yeah. So they're stories. So do you think this that's is your best? You think this is your best record? I do. Yeah. And I didn't see it coming, and that was the best part of it. There were so many yeah. wild cards. Usually, all my life, I've been really lucky. I had the same man for 35 years, and, mm-hmm. and we worked together as a team, and I knew exactly going in. I did not go into the studio until I was I knew it inside out backwards, and we just counted the four mm-hmm. and went in like a freight train, and that's how I always did it. So to go in mm-hmm. with people I don't know, totally unrehearsed, brand-new material, Studio I've never been in. I mean, there was every kind of wild card you could come up with, and it was an absolute delight. Well, hey, that's hey, hey. that's great because you know the thing is we don't a lot of times we don't get a chance to to learn after a certain age. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. They they taught me a lot in such a pleasant way. Yeah, and it's that's their first call studio cats because they're like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, they go in, it's about the song, and that's all it's about. And they're so good at putting songs together and getting them to the finish line. Mm-hmm. You, you're just stunned. It's like they read your mind. There were times this song has a – he must have seen it on the on the chart, um, but there's a tag at the end that goes on in a circle, and there's his voices. It's on loads everything. And they're singing that. Is there anything in between it? There's all this singing, and then there's some scat playing with the sax player, mm-hmm. and throwing the ball back and forth, and it's building, and it's going in his outro like that. And he just looked at the chart for a split second and went, "Oh." And when he starts playing, you can hear him leaning forward, starting to set up and put it, put it, that, bam, bam, and he's putting all these little things in, and I'm going. It's just us. It's, you know, it's just drums and guitars. <laughs> What's he doing over there? Sure enough, horns come in, all the background singers come in and all this stuff, and all this energy is flying. It's just flying. It's tenor players just screaming through the stuff with the kicks huh? in it and everything. Wow. Well, he, they all see this way at a thousand yards out. They see this. And I went, that's why these guys are first call. Yeah. They put the energy into it. They know how to mm. do it first time. Mm-hmm. On the spot, mm-hmm. they think like that. So even on the gig, they're not going. When do we? Are we done at nine? When can we go? <laughs> That's not how they think. Yeah, yeah. You know, so song. so uh, it was the the horn section off from Tennessee also. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and and half like half the songs I knew what Glenn wrote, and I knew what that was going to be kind of. Mm-hmm. When we, I would play the songs for him, and I knew which ones he'd put charts on, and I worked with him long enough to kind of know what what kind of thing he's going to go for mm-hmm. although it's stunning I, i'm so excited about it because i just a big green going he used to always say i'll go back and change your veto and i went I, i'm not changing your veto in anything but then <laughs> i thought now these other songs that we never discussed horns or anything and i haven't gone over it with him and he stands up to Glenn would really push the envelope, and a lot of people like his arranging because he would use intervals that are stretched far apart that in, they insinuate bigger chords. Mm-hmm. So you might only have three notes, 
but they're going to put the color court note. They're going to put the extension like they might put the 13 and the 5 and the 3, and that's all. Mm-hmm. But they'll invert it so the 13's on the bottom or something, and so the, the chord feels immense. Mm-hmm. And, and the bass is playing the bass is playing the bottom note anyway, so you don't need to kind of thing. He would imply these kind of things because mm-hmm. I'd only have tenor and trumpet live, mm-hmm. and people would say let Holstrom write it because his voicings are incredible. Well, this guy, he could do this stuff. It was trombone, tenor, and, and trumpet. Uh, one of them I wanted nasty old saxophones. I want T-Bone Walker, mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, okay. And he put all the tracks on by himself. He just overtracked himself and did it all out of memory. He'd play the whole tune, and then he'd play the harmony to all the parts he had just made up out of memory. Then he went back and put a baritone on doing that, and I'm just laughing out loud because it's just nasty and popping, and and it's got an attitude. And I thought, one guy, and he did it in, you know, 20 minutes. The horns are done, and he's driving out the driveway. I could see his taillights going, what? I didn't get to say thank you, and he's done. Oh, and how about background vocals? Now, this is really cool. Uh, several different people. Um, for background vocals, there's two ladies that work with uh, with Kevin in a, in a lot of different situations. So he calls on them, he knows them, knows them and works with them. But they're doing all kinds of things to stay alive, too. And one of them's working in real estate, and one's working with <laughs> six other bands. Yeah. And they're doing studio dates, and they show up from all their other things they're doing. They don't know me from a can of paint. They listen to a tape, and they jumped in and started singing right where they're, it's a harmony. <laughs> and they would hear, they heard what I said leading into where they're going to sing, and they put harmony to what I said. <laughs> and then they would invent and call answer to something that I said and harmonize it. And they were having fun with it, my point. Yeah. And that comes across. Then I had uh, LaRonda from here in town do one with me because I just, just heard her voice and I, and I adore her singing. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a real New Orleans thing, and she's just throwing the ball back and forth, and she's one of the boys. And then Teresa James, I wrote a, a, a funny tune that I uh, uh, wish I could remember loving you, and it's called kind of a shingling countryside roadhouse mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And so she sings almost all the way through that thing with me in a duet, and that's another kind of a thing. Wow. And then there's a super, just super funk stuff in there. There's just everything. Wow. It's a it's a very very fun record. Uh, I mean, even I going back and listen to it, I go, you know, this thing makes me. I don't think anybody can listen to this and not leave the room smiling. It's fun. So, are you gonna when, when are you gonna bring this out? Now I just yeah. signed with Vistone, with Vistone, and they're gonna help me a lot with this. So mm-hmm. they're officially gonna release it on uh, the 18th of September. Yeah, and. That makes sense. And so, we're, but we're going to drop a, 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 a "Where's My Phone" single <laughs> in July, and they'll probably start the promotion for it in June, and they'll drop that in July. Don't talk about drop, drop. Don't talk about dropping your phone, please. <laughs> no, and then they dropped a single of a uh, uh, "Wish I Could Remember Loving You" with Teresa mm-hmm. uh, in August, and then the record will come out. Mm-hmm. For real, uh, in September, and and I'd kind of like to drop it because Delbert, uh, if I was on free will, sing uh, chose to sing with uh, me on a tune, kind of a real old school New Orleans rocker. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, everybody's somebody's fool. Hmm. Uh, 
and it's just raw. There's some stuff on there that, that's you mean, uh, and, and so, the, you mean the one that's and there is no exception to the rule. No. Oh. Because <laughs> no. there was a song called "Everybody's Somebody's Fool." Everybody's somebody's plaything, oh. and there is no exception oh. to the rule, because everybody's somebody's oh, yeah. fool. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that song. I didn't remember it that way. That part of it. But, no, there's a different thing, but there's a some solos that even I listen back and go, well, I know where that came from. Now that in the back of my mind, my phrasing is so raw and <laughs> held back, and it's it's guitar slim style of phrasing. Oh, nice, nice, uh, nice. But it, it's, I play wah-wah on a tune. I've never mm -hmm. touched a wah-wah in my life. Really? And I had to, and I had to borrow one for this. <laughs> well, I was afraid I'll fall over when I'm trying to work it, and I lose my balance. And uh, so this tune is just a kind of a fun little walking thing, and I just wanted to have it, uh, just have that going in the background. And and he's again, the producer is really encouraging. No matter what you do, so go on, go on, go on, go on. No, just be yourself. Do it. Do it. No, you know, it, you, yeah, sounds great. He'll just do all that stuff until pretty soon you believe it. And you yeah. <laughs> you, you, you didn't play left-handed on that, did you? No, that was, I had the camera backwards. <laughs> and I, it always comes out backwards. I don't know how you un-backwards it. <laughs> I've been asking around, but I don't know still. <laughs> you know, one time uh, there's, there's a really great uh, female trumpet player whose name escapes me at the moment, but Monette made a, a, a left-handed trumpet for her because she always wanted to play left-handed <laughs> trumpet. And she's, you know, Monette, her trumpets are not cheap. I and, never thought of that. And, oh, what was her name? Ingrid, Ingrid Jensen, that was her name. And, uh, and she, and he made her a left-handed trumpet and then she could, she couldn't get, she didn't like it. She went back to play any other way. Even after she bought this, you know, brand new left-handed trumpet, isn't that weird? <laughs> so she playing a right-handed trumpet, left-handed? No, he switched everything around, so she but could I mean, play left-handed. She didn't like it, so she going back to the yeah. She went back to the playing regular. the regular, yeah, the regular, the regular trumpet, the regular way. <laughs> weird. You didn't never try to you never try to play left-handed like Hendrix, did you? No. <laughs> There's no reason for that. I'm having a hard enough time with just. Doing this, oh man, these people can do so much, so much. I think I'm just hanging on to what I got. I'm more of a drummer with a guitar than a guitar player. <laughs> well, you were a drummer, and weren't you? Most of my life, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think it's another thing that I enjoy about this record that we just finished up is that's really what I'm up to is I'm playing rhythmic figures with the guitar, polyrhythms, and and I. I had this idea on a couple of tunes that I wanted to do all that, and I <laughs> explained it to the rhythm section again. For the Wawa one, I wanted it to be, you know, if you got a triplet, you're playing that shuffle, well, I want the drums to be a quarter note triplet against the bat, that, 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 so I said it like that, and they just all looked at me and went, uh-huh, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. But it occurred to me that they don't need to. They could just do what they're doing, and I'll do that. Yeah. And that's what yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but uh, Lucky Thompson died. Yes. And I what did not know this, but... 
but you know, I'm Facebook friends with Tony Coleman, TC. And yeah. uh, uh, I had no idea that he had written songs and he had, he had recorded with Lucky Thompson, written songs for Lucky Thompson. I had no idea. Man. I know. And you know it would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony's been everywhere. He has been everywhere. That's cool. And you know what? I did a, I did a, uh, I did an interview with him, and uh, he is the only person I have ever heard who can imitate the way B.B. King talks. He's got this perfect. It's perfect. Yes, it's absolutely perfect. You'd think, oh my God, BB King's in the room. You know, it's not. It's just Tony Cohen talking like BB King. It's very funny. Yeah, I can see him doing it too. I can see him look on his face. <laughs> Tony uh, is a character. Man, oh yeah, man. he's he's something. He's special. Tony's a special guy. I know. Yeah. I like people that are alive like that. Yeah, yeah, and and he'll he'll he plays everything. He plays he plays yeah. country he plays country music you know he plays rock he plays blues he plays soul you know I mean, he's he just yeah. put whatever he put in front of him he's gonna play. <laughs> he's so easy to play music with when he's playing you know he just is he? I, I uh, well I met him because he was playing um, in Canada at the Yale Hotel they were a great club and on Sundays or Saturdays uh-huh. was a jam open jam on Saturdays mm-hmm. and no matter and you, you played there all week. And so when you play on Saturday night, they have you move all your gear off the stage for the jam on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> and uh, I just stayed away like the plague on that jam thing. I just, <laughs> please, I don't want any part of that. But the hotel next door, I was walking by, and I heard the drums clear out in the street. <laughs> and, and I went, that's a drummer. <laughs> and the jam, you know, drum, drummers at jams can be really weak a lot of times. Uh-huh. And uh so for, to hear that strong a drummer at the jam, I went, well, I'd play with somebody like that. And I stick my <laughs> head in and still sounds good. And I got a little closer up and things are cooking. I went, okay, I want to play with Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we looked at each other. And I think I did woke up this morning, B.B. King doing something like that. It's half Latin and half swing. Mm-hmm. And we just looked at each other and said, let's do it. And at the end of the two, we both looked at each other, high five, and went, you, man, you. And we've always enjoyed playing this because we'll both carry the ball and not yeah. you know, leave it up to the leave it up to the other guy. Yeah. Everybody has a responsibility to keep time and be there. And he just is strong as can be, but not overpowering. I mean, he, right. if you listen, he's he's connecting everything. He's, uh-huh. he's, he's listening to everything, and that's a sign of a great player. He told me that when he first, uh, that that when he got up with BB King, he he couldn't he couldn't stand blues. He didn't listen to the blues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted yeah. to be he wanted to be an Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's the extremely latest. You know, he's on top of yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Modern player. Um, well, like you said, he likes everything, and that's that's a real musician. You know, I, I, I mean, all music's valid if it's done. You know, mm-hmm. if you're wanting to do a good job of it, I like it all. Well, Lisa Mann has a metal album out. Tell me about that. Oh, well, I haven't heard about it. But it's fantastic. She got, <laughs> you know, she did a lot of that in the early days, and she's got the the backbone for it and the attitude, mm-hmm. and she's such a brilliant musician mm-hmm. that's another person that turned my head around the first time i heard her she played very little she was just sitting in and she 
very little. But what got my attention was she wasn't trying to impress anybody with anything. She was trying to give you what you need. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I saw her years later with her own band, mm-hmm. spectacular, mm-hmm. in a way that was so musical. And it was a pop band doing all kinds of material, but <laughs> it, no matter what genre, it was correct and it was right. It was dead on. And I just said, it's the best bar band I've heard. Then I hear her songwriting or doing standards. And she can own the room in any style. Yeah. And yeah. it's the, I, it's just on so many levels. Her voice, her, her musicianship is uh, world class, in my opinion. I wonder what's going to happen with the the, the 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 even even the term bar band is you know how how's it <laughs> you know I mean I mean look you got you got you got to think that there's going to be a vaccine okay you just got to think there's going to be a vaccine and then gradually things will come back but it's just man yeah you know, places are going to close. I mean it's going to close. Yeah, I guess that's... I guess eventually people will open new places again. But uh, it'll, it'll never—I just never be like the days we grew up in, where music was all there was. Right. You know, when there wasn't computers and phones, and you went yeah. where it was live music, and that's where everybody went. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And so it was a, a way of life that I'll never forget, and it's never going to be like that. So we'll have it in bits and pieces as we can. It's just a bigger, more complex world, and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Write your song about that, but uh, you know the upside is there's a lot there's a lot of creativity. You know the downside downside is it's just not as down home as it once was. But hey, hey, it's in there. Well, you always write songs about what's going on. You got a song about what's going on now? What's going on now? No, I'm completely behind the curve. I'm playing catch up. I love watching it and I love learning it. But there's there's no. I mean the situation. I mean the situation we're in. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I just think this is a heavy evolution time that surviving this will change us dramatically quickly. Um, And I think it's a sign of the the future that if hopefully we're we're not interested in learning our lesson right now, but it it will make itself known. Mm -hmm. And if we could get a a little more on top and learn a little bit faster, and we usually do, you know, we usually wind up, eventually we get, we get it and move on. But, uh, it's going to change us, you know, and uh, we're running out of time. I don't know if you saw this a show recently. Uh, got a satellite circling the globe and just photoing it um, 300, 400 times of where the light sources are. And the, the whole history, this, what this all leads up to is that um, they can tell you the, how long the resources are will last. Mm-hmm. Like there's enough oil left mm-hmm. uh, 50, 40, 50 years, period. Now, you know that all these computers and all those phones and everything are petroleum-based. So besides the fact that you'll have no fuel for the airplanes and the cars, you won't have the substance to make the things that we function by 40 years. So <laughs> while we're dancing around pretending it's not happening, yeah. That'll be interesting. So I, I really think that's going to come into play. Now, the good side of all of this is I like when you say the future, the young people now coming, just graduating, just getting into college, that era of people, for me, I'm excited about their response to when shooters went through their schools and they didn't take it and they spoke clearly, uh, uh, educated, involved, 
and I see them not waiting any longer. You know, I think mm-hmm. they're going to have the foundation to do it and the motivation to do it, and I see a lot of hope there. So. All right. So, so listen, I, listen to them because I think they're going to, for their own survival, if nothing else. Uh, but I think they're they're getting the skills to to, to surprise us, and I mm-hmm. can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Us old guys get out of the way so they can <laughs> uh, really start to respond. In a, what's needed, we we need to change a giant direction. We have no choice, and we're not even discussing it. So, I can't wait to hear them discuss it. Because you know the times they are changing. Fast. They're changing faster than we were used to. Yeah. We were talking about them changing. They're changing. You know. (laughs) How soon? So you got so you got any any songs that that kind of respond to to the situation we're in? Yeah. Where's my phone? Look at that. (laughs) Where's my cell phone? Gotta get back. That's, that's what we gotta do. We gotta funny. do. That's funny. No, I just said that's. Just, I just think we just need to start keep getting our eyes open and, and get a little more realistically about the stuff that's coming down the pike. And you'll have no choice. And it's right there. Hello, <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> and uh, you know, it, our priorities are really wrong right now. And I think a lot of people know that. So this is going to be interesting just the next few years. Yeah. <laughs> if we last right away. If, we, if we last right long away. enough if we last long enough <laughs> yeah yeah we got you know we really got to work on the priorities and and uh I'd like to see more of that if it, you know what's really interesting about now you see so many people out on the street uh it, it's turned upside down that way if people are talking and, and uh slowing down and uh, taking a second look around at things, so that's—I don't know. It's more in a process that I—I'm I, baffled by, and, and I'm kind of amused by, because <laughs> I'm not going to last that long, and I'm, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. so I'm—I'm I'm just going to sit back and uh, observe and enjoy, because I've been lucky. So. But, to live at a time when we had so many conveniences and mm-hmm. and uh, we, we went through some some pretty good bonding things that I I hold on to. Well, what was good, what, what was that song that you sent me the other day? Oh oh oh! Well, that's together, you know, and that just again. Okay, now I get where you're going with this. Uh, 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 yeah yeah Thank yeah. You. Took you long Thank enough. You. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You show me a picture or something. It's but, funny. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just uh, it just got thrust upon us, and there's just the fact yeah. that we are doing it together. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it, and that mm-hmm. was what uh, I'm staying at home. I'm just here unplugged, staying at home, cooling my jets, and then look around. And everybody else is doing it. And they're all looking at each other, going, mm. and it's working. And so it's kind of. We're bonding in a way through that song. It just says it mm-hmm. just says that we're uh, getting strong. We're getting tough as leather, and we're birds of a feather, and we're we're doing it together. So, although it feels alone a lot of times, we're we're all doing it. And, yeah. And, and yeah. that is a a very cool thing. So yeah, yeah. I should put that. It's so new. I haven't uh, recorded except in my backyard. 
<laughs> you know what though? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on. Uh, Ken Body's been really supportive of music, and he's gonna show a little bit of that too on the TV. Oh, we're gonna play that well, as soon as we're done here. Oh we're really? Gonna, th- 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 we'll end this whole thing with that tune. Is that all right with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in this uh, boat yeah. together here, so yeah. pull together and uh, let's do this together. Cool, man. That's Thank good. you. Well, we should, you know. I mean, what else? What else, what else do we have except that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's why you're we the got. smart guy. Yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> all we got. Thank you, Tom. Man, oh man. <laughs> I was. Well, I always need to be kicked around by you a little bit here. <laughs> well, uh, man, I appreciate it. Man, I can't wait to hear that album. Man, oh man, that's going to be. Terrible. Yeah, I can't wait for you to hear it. I, yeah. I'll send you a little uh, a link to it here ahead of time. A lot of people are pushing their albums uh, a little further in the future. I was I did an interview with Betty Lovett, who I love. I adore Betty Lovett. Yes. More than anything in the world, and and uh, yeah, as a, a friend, you ever read her? Ever read her autobiography? No. Oh man. I'd love to. <laughs> that's a friend of mine, uh, our national editor Art Levine, who claims that the open. The open of that autobiography is only rivaled by a Moby Dick. The open of Moby Dick, <laughs> because it opens it opens with with some guy holding Betty Lavette over the, the roof of a building, the top of a building, by her ankles, threatening to wow. drop her. <laughs> That's the way to start a book. It is. It is. Oh man. I tell you, uh, I've interviewed her a whole bunch of times, and I just love her every. every a long time. I love her more every time I talk to her. You know, she's she's one of those. She's yeah. one of those. She's one of those people who, first of all, she starts off by calling you honey, uh-huh. and, and then I'm just you know I'm 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 done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm just a, I'm a puddle on the floor. You know. She, you know. Bet, bet the best says, gotcha. I, I don't care if she doesn't mean it. I, I mean, you know, she don't know me, I'm right? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. It's wonderful. Oh man. But she, but her her album, her new album, and she really wanted to talk about it. She couldn't talk about it because they wouldn't let her, right? But she was busting out to talk about it. And she, she just gave me little hints, but she really could couldn't say anything. And but that was supposed to come out in April, and they just they pumped they bumped that up till September too. Well, yeah, I think what's going to happen here is it was supposed to come out. Just before the blues festival, yeah, and then I had I had a really strong summer to promote it, and uh, concert wise, it's all gone. But most of the festival have been really sweet and saying we're just moving it next year. Yeah. So for me, I think what I'll do is release it in, in, uh, in September like this, get it out there, and then next summer it'll be new. Yeah, yeah. Oh, next summer, I hope I last that long. <laughs> This summer's already over. I know. <laughs> it seems like it. It's not even hot yet. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. No. But we're no. in this. But we're in it together, so it's going to happen to everybody else too. Well, all right, man. Hey, listen, it's great to talk to you. It's always great to talk to you. You know, good luck. Good luck with the hey, album. So very kind. Whatever else you're going to do, because I know whatever she's going to do is going to be funky. Oh man! Oh man! That's that's my job. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, Mister Music. Okay. Music's the way to go. Cool. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So here we are at home. My name's Lloyd Jones from way out west, and well, I got a song about it. Stay at home, all alone. Stay.
Staying strong, baby, keeping on Through this stormy weather Alone together Times are hard, times are tough But the shelf has not been shown up You know we're getting tough as leather, baby All together Living upside down Inside out, turned around Better hang on tight Tell everything alright Alright, may not make it May not feel it right now But I believe we're gonna make it, baby, somehow Cause we're birds of a feather Together same boat everybody was trying to stay afloat yeah we're getting stronger than ever baby you know pulling together yeah so pull hard baby pull strong keep on smiling baby keep on keeping on we're like birds of a feather together <laughs> together. Let's try. Give it a try. All right. Cool.